Welcome to the live Canadian talk show Chat 88's at 8 podcast with your host Curtis LaBelle where I share the power of new music in Canada and I interview a new guest artist from the music industry every week. Join me right now for this next episode. Just tuning in, that's great. Every single week we have a guest. Cause spending time with me is the best. Welcome to Chattin' 88s, everybody. My name is Curtis LaBelle and we are live here coming to you from the Vinyl Den in Red Deer, Alberta. Very exciting. And uh, today we have a very amazing special guest. But before we get into that guest, we have a couple of things that uh, I just want to chat about here in the world today. Um, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to focus. We have some uh, screens blinking uh, and uh, catchy. I'm trying to just make sure that I see what's going on. Um, but at any rate, we're going to keep going because we still have the live feed. So uh, today... Uh, I'm very happy to say that I've been talking about the Raw Street Patio a couple of times here uh, when we've been doing the show. And uh, the uh, patio that we have here now in Red Deer is uh, moving on to a pilot project. So that's very exciting for us here in the city of Red Deer. Yay! Oh, that's really bassy. Um, but uh, hey, we just keep moving on. And uh, know what that means for us here. And I hope that other cities that have uh, a patio on their uh, streets somewhere. I know here in Sylvan, and I'm speaking local, we have these really cool um, uh, places downtown where we can have many things like the arts that's been saving uh, our city here and our businesses. Downtown Red Deer has been able to have the uh, arts on this patio. And so now we have this pilot project that we can keep going on for the winter. So that's very exciting. Um, what we're going to do with it, I'm unsure, but all the businesses are getting together and uh, the city, and we're going to make sure that we can keep offering some some great uh, opportunities for uh, the city and families to come on down to the Roth Street patio here in Red Deer, Alberta. It's very exciting. I'm not any sort of Western uh, hick, but you know what? It's uh, oil country, so it's going to be a lot of talking like this. Um, at any rate, moving on, uh, I wanted to quickly talk about the U.S. election. Uh, good luck, and that's about the end of that. Um, uh, Roth Street patio, very exciting. If you have any idea, uh, whether you're not, you're from this city, or if you have um, a patio in your area uh, with entertainment on it or anything that the families and friends can come out and enjoy, send us an email and let us know what you think we could possibly suggest to do here on our patio. Give us an email at chatton88 at 8. That's, uh, we'll have that in the um, uh, pop-up maybe if we can. Chatton88 at 8. Uh, at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts and what ideas you possibly uh, would be suggesting that we could put on our patio. And uh, we'll share our ideas as well. And then we'll keep the community growing for everybody across the country. Let us know what you think we should do. We are moving on to um, On This Day. Still have a lot of bass happening here. Uh, we'll fix that later. On this day, first of all, I do want to uh, give a little um, 
uh, moment of uh, silence and, and uh, homage to Billy Joe Schaefer, who was an American Texas country music singer songwriter who was 81 years and uh, un unfortunately left us today. And uh, we will just take a moment of silence for him as we uh, uh, like to do for all of our amazing artists. All right, thank you, Billy, for all of your amazing uh, contributions of your craft and your music in our world. I'm sure uh, we are all very happy for that. Moving on to other notes on this day, I will put on my spectacles and we will see what is in the music industry today. 1956, Elvis made his second appearance on US television's The Ed Sullivan Show. That's pretty exciting. Elvis. On this day, 1958, Buddy Holly appeared on Dick Clark, American Bandstand. On this day, 1962, the Beatles' first gig at the Empire in Liverpool. That sounds fun. One day I will play at the Empire. Yes, the Liverpool. Won't be 1962 though. Could be 2062. I might be not be here, I don't know. On this day, 1972, the US Council, I can't even read my own writing. Uh, the US Council for World Affairs announced it was adopting, this, is, this one is for our owner here at the Vinyl Den. The US Council for World Affairs announced it was adopting the WHO song, Join Together as its official theme tune. If you don't know that, well, now you know. On this day, thank you for tuning in today. That's what's called on this day. All right. Um, moving on from this day is the following card. Um, couple things. We still have Halloween coming around. Last week I talked about making sure, you know, there's a couple suggestions out there. So I want to know what you have for your suggestions. We do have a couple of them coming in. A lot of people are putting that PVC piping on the end of their stairwell so that they can shoot their candy down to the kids if you're going out. And if you are going out, please make sure that you are safe. And if, if it's snowing, please make sure that you are wearing your snowsuit as your costume. Not under your costume. Just wear a snowsuit and go as a child wearing a snowsuit. Um, so be safe. Be safe during Halloween. And um, also, please make sure that just specifically during COVID, uh, we know that across uh, the country, there are different uh, uh, health practices and standards that are being set from different provinces. Um, I know that Saskatchewan is, uh, speaking of Saskatchewan, our guest from uh, for this evening is from Saskatchewan, uh, and uh, we're going to be moving on to him soon. Um, but uh, uh, can I see that on the other side of the screen? No, I can't. Okay, so um, 
uh, Saskatchewan has some different um, uh, rules, and I know that uh, there's different rules in Ontario and, of course, BC as well, and here in Alberta. So wherever you are, please make sure that if you are going out to attend a live show, uh, do your part to uh, help spread if that's wearing a mask or hand sanitizing, whatever it is. And if you are an, ar if you are an artist in the industry, please make sure that you are also doing uh, your part if you're wearing um, if you have a um, plexiglass in front of you, great. We also have these little tiny socks. Uh, you can buy these. These are really, really cool. Uh, we have these little tiny, they're like little shower caps for your, um, for your uh, microphone. I wish I had one with me at the moment. Would you go grab one in my, in my uh, blue bag? There might be a package there. I'm not sure. But uh, if we can find one backstage, we'll bring one out. They're really cool. There's two in a pack and uh, I'm sure you can probably buy them on Wish. I know we have another company here that is um, that has them uh, for your disposal. Uh, if you are an artist singing at an open mic or anything, they're really neat. They're literally like little shower caps for your microphone. Do we have them? We do. I'm going to open one up so you guys can see what they are. This is really cool. <laughs> All right. All right, thank you very much. Okay, so they come in a package of two. I, I can't understand it. It's either Korean, Japanese writing or anything like that. But they come in a package of two. They're really cool. And uh, we'll open them up. So we will not reuse these. We'll use these today. Uh, or I'll keep them for myself. But there's two different colors. And they are uh, <laughs> really neat. I thought they were really cool. So I'm going to take this. Uh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to be very careful because it's going to be loud. But I'll take that off. Um, and then we'll use the yellow one today. So they're literally like little tiny shower caps. It won't fit over my head, but uh, you take it and you put it just right over top of your microphone, just like that. And it's got a little shower cap and then you sing into it and then you can remove it. And then when the next person comes along, <laughs> I'm putting these on my ears after. So you take you, the next person comes on and they take their little shower cap and away they go for your microphone. It's kind of fashionable. Um, I wish they came in different colors, but uh, there's your uh, shower cap for your microphone. Pretty neat. Now we're putting them on my ears because they feel like they can, these are definitely not going to be reselled. Selled? It's resold. Can we do it? They're like little... Spock ears? No. Okay, we won't go any further. It's kind of dumb. Anyway, get your foreign shower cap for your microphone, and uh, away you go. Um, how is, uh, do we have uh, Zaid coming in the room there? Is he on the side? He is? Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring in our uh, guest for tonight. Um, Zaid is, um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to let this man introduce with this conversation that we're going to have with each other, but, um, I met Zaid, uh, in the, uh, national competition of the shot remastered season eight. He was a contestant in that this gentleman is extremely talented in the heavy metal industry. I, um, I'm not very familiar with that, uh, demographic of music, but I know that I have, uh, become uh, some decent friends with this gentleman, and I'm excited to learn more. So without further ado, please get, put your hands together and let's bring in Zaid. Uh, we're just going to wait and see what Zaid comes in. Uh, does anybody have any jokes in the audience? No, no jokes in the audience? Okay. <laughs> I guess silence is, is funny too, right? <laughs> um 
uh, Vinyl Den. So the Vinyl Den is um, a great place here in uh, uh, Reggio, Alberta. Uh, it's on Ross Street, where we have our home to Lady Lavender, uh, Curtis LaBelle, myself, uh, as, a, as a rock pianist here in Canada. And uh, we also have local merchandise here. So please make sure that if you are in Red Deer, come on down to the Vinyl Den to uh, take a look and see what we have from our different artists here uh, in the local area and what they are, what they're offering to sell. And we also have a lot of other really great things here that uh, Will, the owner, has put a lot of um, time and energy in with his uh, friends uh, for everything that's here. We have vintage everything, pretty much. Um, what, uh, what I can say um, for the most part about uh, other businesses here in Red Deer is um, one of the things that we really work together as a team and, and community is uh, to help cross promote each other businesses. I know that um, we have uh, just a couple of things. We have uh, the artisan market here uh, in town, right on Ross Street. We also have uh, housewarmings. We have a lot of great food places such as Tribe, Taco Loft, uh, Occam's Razor. We have the Capital Package Store and we have um, the um, Cafe Picnic and City Roast. So there's a lot of really great places down here uh, on Ross Street. So please make sure that when you're in town, not only stop by the Vinyl Den, but um, grab a sandwich or two so that you can eat while you shop. Uh, I think we have our guest uh, in right now. So let's move over to uh, welcoming Zaid one more time. Thank you so much for your patience, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together for Zaid. Look at this lovely logo. This man is amazing. Uh, let's see if we can get some sound here from him. Hello, hello. I'm just going to get him to log in. We're going to uh, see what happens here. Zaid? Hey, can you see me? Hey, I think we can see you. Um, check your mute, buddy. Thank you for your patience, folks. Again, technology is uh, uh, something that we are all uh, kind of learning as we go, as we've been pushed into doing uh, <laughs> things this way due to COVID. Uh, Zaid, we're just still trying to get sound here. Can um, I? Uh, can you hear me? Okay, Zaid. Okay. I think I think I'm gonna keep this range here. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, that's less distorted for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, All right, my friend. Well, welcome to Chatting Eighty Eights at Eight with your host Moi, and you're <laughs> we're welcoming you right from uh, Saskatoon. Is that right? Regina. Regina, my bad. Sorry, I've never been to Regina. We, you know what? We have good sound on our side. We have good sound online. So let's just keep rolling and let's make the best of this. Zay, um, welcome, and uh, I just want to dive right in. You have been taking. I, you know what? I met you uh, on the shot uh, a few months back. Uh, you were a contestant in that, and I have not stopped. We started doing a project together and I have not stopped watching you, what you're doing in the music industry. And I think it's absolutely amazing. And I, I, I want to take this opportunity today to pick your brain, talk about some things that you've been doing in the industry so that we can teach other people, uh, other artists and uh, those aspiring artists who are wanting to do such an amazing job with and, and take their music to a whole new level. But before we do that, let's just get a little bit about you and, and who you are. So um, where, where are you from? How old are you? Um, and just tell us a little bit about music as a ch in your childhood between, you know, from the beginning till about 10. Tell us about that. Right. So, hey, everyone out there. My name is Ed. As Curtis said, I am a rock singer songwriter from Saskatchewan. I hope this is better now. I'm trying to adjust as I go. 
Is it better, guys? Okay. Great. Yeah, so uh, as I say, I'm a rock singer songwriter, just debuted in uh, March 2020, which is literally seven months ago. Um, prior to seven months, uh, before that, I used to be a, actually a guitarist. Like, if you guys can see this side, bunch of guitar on the back of me here. I used to be a guitar player all the time and uh, decided to move into uh, singing and start my own project because I always enjoyed the songwriting process. So that's how I started my uh, music. So, and as for like chi childhood music, like the songs that I have listened to, obviously I, I want to say like in the beginning will be like Guns N' Roses, Metallica, those kind of stuff. And if I go a little bit more further, it will be like Michael Jackson or George Michael, like those kind of stuff going on. So I got influence from lots of different different places it's not like that i jumped right into rock or metal or anything like that i was there was a brief period of time that i wanted to do softer alternative reggae music like there was like times like that exper ex experimenting basically but as for influence and everything um i'm a really my music and everything that i do is heavily influenced by uh bands like lincoln park or uh breaking benjamin or three days grace or uh, bring me the horizon so these are the bands that kind of like is in kind of kind of like in the same realm um so that's my inspiration and that's how the whole journey started seven months ago and so far i only released two songs and trust me the release plan is laid out until 2022. So it's not like that I'm going away soon. Great, because I'm because I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick your brain uh, about a lot of things. Uh, but I just wanted to um, uh, I wanted to uh, let's let's go a little bit further on uh, on on you moving into uh, being like, OK, I want to do music now as a career. Um, and you said you've released two songs and you, you've only released two songs, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Only two songs. And you, and these two songs that you've released unbeknownst to you because of how much work that you've done, which we'll talk about after yeah. I, I, I'm, I am blown away at the views that you are in hundreds of thousands of views with the amount of, with, with the, with the, with the perseverance and with the knowledge that you have. Talking about that in a bit, let's talk about uh, a little bit of your creative process whenever it comes to writing music. Now, since you've only written two songs that are uh, published and, and produced and, and, and distributed, um, you have way more songs than that that you've been writing. So take us through your creative process, Zaid. Uh, again, the age-old question, you know, is it song or lyrics first, music lyrics, you know, whichever it is, um, and cliche as that may sound, but take us through your process and how you get from something acoustic to like father. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like a really helpful for me being a guitarist. Like I've been playing guitar plus 10 year right now. I'm right now I'm 26. I've been playing guitar plus 10 years, which has been like since I guess middle school, early school, whatever is that I even forgot when I started. Um, but what I do usually, I start with a chord and I just start playing on the scale. I just do, I don't even go technical. Like I don't even think about, is it a minor scale or major or is a uh, like a triads or whatever it is. I don't even go into the whole thought process. What I do, I just basically start playing something and then it just from there, whatever comes up, 
I have my handy dandy cell phone beside me all the time and I'm constantly recording. I actually like a couple of days ago, um, I was looking back to my old phones and like even my, my, the phone that I'm using right now. And I, I counted how many riff ideas I have or song melody idea I have. Or it's like close to a thousand. Like, because I'm constantly every night when I'm, whenever I'm writing, sitting down with my guitar, I'm writing something. I'm putting out. It doesn't matter if it's really good or really bad. It doesn't matter. I always try to make sure that I record them. So that's my process that first I start. So, and when I'm writing the song, I do not think about melody yet. Because in my head, it's the instrument that's the power. Melody will come too, but I feel like the instrument does have to play a little bit of more power in it. So that's where I put more ideas and more thought process. Okay, if I'm doing a verse here, what the verse, the riff for the verse, how it should be sounding like, which way it should be going, should I be changing the progression? And that's the time that I started structuring. And you know what? After that, I close that file. I, I call it file. So I close ah. that file. <laughs> I close that file, throw it away. I don't listen to it for like almost weeks. And and then all of a sudden, there will be a day that I always kind of go back and uh, I will be like, hey, you know what? I wrote something a couple of days ago. And for some reason, it's it's in my head because I'm humming something because I started humming on it. Like for example, the father, same way. Father, I wrote the entire riff and everything on like basically one night. And then I didn't work on it for like three months. And finally, one day I was sleeping. I just got up. Like you will think like when you get up, you just like don't want to get up from the bed. But I was started humming. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm like, oh, damn, that that works. So that's how the melody later on I bring in. So melody piece, like, I guess everybody has their own ways of doing. But for me, the melody is the last piece that I bring in the play. Um, to me, it's the the structure of the product. I, the way I see it, it's a product. If you take a product, you want to, you want to, it has to be better from outside and inside. So think about this way. If you go to a shop, you see this thing on the shelf. The, from outside, the box looks pretty awesome, pretty nice. But when you open it, maybe whatever is inside is not good. So the, what you were expecting, it's not the same. So basically, if so I want to make sure what's outside on the box, how it looks. Inside, when somebody opens it up, what they find in the box, it's, it's still a surprise. It's, it still looks awesome. So that's how I kind of think the whole songwriting process. Uh, thank you. Um... <laughs> Yours. Okay, that's awesome. Uh, it's really interesting for me. Now, look. Okay, we 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 we've been collab we collaborated on a song for the shot. Uh, we still have to finish working on it. But um, it's interesting as a singer songwriter to uh, pick the brain of another one uh, on their creative process because I can certainly say uh, there's. Uh, your 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 uh, minute detail to creative process without using any theoretical knowledge, you still have it, but without using that or without letting that get in the way, 
you let your creative process without having any minute detail being derailed. And then you put in your process afterwards by letting it fester and letting it birth itself. It's really interesting. And I, I think this is really, um, there's a lot of great valuable information and anybody who's rewatching this rerun, uh, please make sure that you, this is great information, download and learn, not to say that this is the way to do it, but take note with what Zaid's saying, because I have a different process. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a technical person first before I create and then the creative side will then come out. And it's, that's the part that I guess is the cherry on the cake for me. But I wanted to talk about poems really quick. You mentioned that you obviously you write, uh, you write your emotion out on paper and uh, I can, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, Zaid, uh, you, you dig in from the, the darker, deeper side of things, correct? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's where I, I go in and. I, I, I kind of use, like, I try not to go in there more often because it's a really dark place. I find myself when I get in there, I get lost too fast. <laughs> so I always try to keep it, like, simple. But, yes, I do go down in that path. Um, the way I write my lyrics, it's actually a conversation. It's not uh, any kind of, like, you know, like how the poems or, like, it's a rhyming one line and, like, all this structure. When I think, again... When it, when it get back to the lyrics writing, I don't even start thinking about what kind of structure or what kind of melody I, I need to have there, or maybe this sentence has to match with this sentence. I don't go into that detail. What I do, I think about this way. So for an example, father, when I wrote father, it was actually talking to myself. And that's what I actually, I try to show it on the music video as much as possible. But the the actual thing about my song Father was is that the domestic violence is happening. That child is sitting there watching all these things. We do not know what's happening in that kid's mind. We might think, oh, yeah, the kid is like, yeah, he's a she, he or she is three, five, three or four years old. They don't understand what's going on. They're just going to play and forget about it. But the truth is a child's mind is a... It's like a vast space. Like, it's a really big space. Like, there's so much thing and there's so many imagination in there. So that's how the father came out. It's, it was like the first line that I have. Wish I knew it was my mistake to be born to be in this, in this mess. Wish I knew so I could tell you that, father, why don't you put a bullet in my head? It's basically thinking that a, a child watching this violence and thinking that maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's me who have done this. So that's... And that line, that sentence, it's actually the child saying in his head to himself. So that's how I, every time I write a lyrics, that's how I take back myself to a situation that I have experienced or I have heard about it or something like that. I put myself in there and I just have a conversation. What could have gone through my mind? What could have gone through? What would I have been saying in that time at that that moment and that's where i start writing the lyrics uh, uh, I, you know i um again 
lyrics for me are I'm completely different and I think again there's no right or wrong and I think it's so yeah. cool to yeah. hear how an artist can how where does it come from because of course when somebody listens to somebody's song you know they're going to interpret it i interpret father differently than what it's probably come to you know people interpret differently i mean we just did a song swap uh in the shot for this last round and my song was turned into a country tune it was so bizarre <laughs> but super cool to hear it in a different light in a different form so same with lyrics it's really nice to hear where that comes from Speaking of lyrics and where music comes from, why don't we dive right into your first song for us, my friend. Tell us what you're going to sing and uh, take it away. I'm going to get our technician to turn my camera off and my microphone so it's all you. And uh, let us know. And uh, it's all yours right now, buddy. Take it away. Perfect. All right. Let's do this. All right. So the song that I'm doing now, it's uh, um, it's called Nevertheless. I should turn this down. It's called Nevertheless. This is my second single that I actually released in August. And Nevertheless is a song um, that it's, it's came from a personal experience, a personal story. Again, all of my songs are based on personal story, personal uh, situation, what happened, and those kind of stuff. So, nevertheless, was based on it's it's, it's based on a really sensitive subject. Um, it's uh, it's about um, mental health, obviously, but on top of that, it's having suicidal thoughts. And I once I had a dream about something like that, and in my dream I saw that you know it's not it's not right when that happens. That burden that that dark side passes on to somebody else. Like I have seen in my dreams, my my close people are hurting themselves only because I have gone and um, and how that's impacting them. And since then, I this song actually came out after that. And to be honest, after that, I did went for help. And I want to whoever is watching right now or who's gonna be uh, watching a rerun of this show. I want to tell you one thing: if you're having any kind of thoughts. Please talk with somebody, talk with your friends, talk with your family. Trust me, they do not judge you. They love you. You are important in this world and you're awesome. You're amazing. Remember that. So with this, I'm going to start my first song, Nevertheless. Falling apart, never denied What is this? Was it all? Afraid to lose what I love What I build, what I care I never believed what was wrong Never trust what I've seen I left it inside Was it there? It's unfolding inside of me It's 
Yes, I can hear you. Awesome, dude. Can you see me? Yes, I can see you. Right. Sorry. I just wanted to make sure we got all technical things going on. Awesome, oh, man. man. Yeah, halfway through, I, I realized that I turned off, turned off something, and I'm like, oh, I turned it off. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I'm, you know, it's we have big cameras and lights and everything here where we are, and it's like when, when you, you know, it never fails. When you add something, you're taking away, and then it's like we got a new cable for this and a new thing for that, so I'm sure you know how it is. <laughs> um okay let's uh let's go into some fun things here some couple of things to get to know you here if you today all right so you are you are uh you're at 38 million streams on spotify you are you know you have a juno uh under your belt and uh if you could open up for any artist today who would it be oh my god (laughs) That's a tough question, man. Uh, I want to say, uh, I have and like why? all the, 
and why? <laughs> um, it has to be one band or a couple. Uh, give us, give us one. Your top one that comes to your head right now. Breaking Benjamin. Why? Um, it's like I have met them personally. I had the opportunity to meet them, and uh, they're really humble and nice, nice people. And I grew up listening to their music, and I do listen to their music still. And when I actually met them, I felt like you know, like it's not only that their song is connected, connecting with me; it's them as well as a person. So it's basically they're being true and authentic, being like to themselves, and that's what I loved. Awesome. Um, you you know, it's it, I, one thing I have to say about you. You you really the more I talk to you, the more way I get to know you. Your very um, your genuine connection to um, the art itself and what it is that you're creating is very evident and very clear, and it matters to you. It matters to be the most important thing, and I think that's one of the really cool things about Zade and Zade's music, in my opinion. But you don't have to believe a word I say, because again, it's only my opinion. But that's what I think. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, your 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 mind your your connection to the craft that you your creative product is is unbelievable. I love it. So then let's talk about this. Then speaking of creative uh, aspect, you have told us who you want to open for. So now you have uh, now you have two Junos under your belt and maybe a Grammy and uh, hey heck an Oscar. Maybe you've written music for this next movie. And um, it, maybe the movie, nevertheless, comes out now, and it's this huge, huge uh, blockbuster. That's an idea. I want to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> I want thirty <30%. laughs> percent. No, no. Okay. Now you have the opportunity to collaborate. Now we know that collaborating as artists, it is extremely important to collaborate with other artists. It is, if not one of the most important things to do. So now you have all those wonderful awards under your belt. Who are you wanting to collaborate with and who do you choose and why? Oh, that will be Skillet. Uh, it's a Christian rock band. They're called Skillet. Okay. And, and um, the reason I want to do—I bet you they're sizzling. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's hot! How appropriate. <laughs> I turned that down. <laughs> okay. Oh, we thought that was music on our end. He played. No, it was. Uh, it was him playing guitar. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Whoa. Okay, Skillet, take it away. Um, tell us why you would want to collaborate with them. I, I, again, it's the the being themselves, like they're true to their art. Um, they they basically do what they say. Like they right. they have a really good strong like a, a being a Christian rock band. They're really strong on their faith, and it's not only that. It's, it's by looking at them you can t tell. It's by reading the lyrics and their music you can tell that. And that's what I love. Again, the authenticity. That's the, that's that's the biggest piece to me. Even when I'm writing my own music, that's the biggest piece to me as well. The authenticity. That's the, that's really important. And you know what? You can hear you can hear the authenticity in your music as well. So I think that would be a great collaboration. You know what? Are they Canadian? No, they're U.S. Both bands are U.S. Unfortunately. <laughs> no, well, yeah, maybe not. Unfortunately, there's great music all around the world. Um, but, um, unfortunately we won't be interviewing them, but that doesn't mean you can't collaborate with them. So hold yourself to that. Cause that could be a really cool experience, right? Maybe one day, 
maybe, maybe. one. <laughs> no, no, no maybes. We create our outcome. There are no maybes. There are no tries. We know that as artists, we are either going to do it as a hobby or we're going to do it as a business. And by the look of things, what you're doing is moving into the business side of things. And you're doing a very good job of it. So keep it up. Don't sell yourself short, my friend. I, I don't approve of that. <laughs> <laughs> so cheers to you and your success. Uh, cheers, man. Hey, a um, couple of generic questions that I did keep from other shows. So thank you to my uh, technical director in the back there. <laughs> what was your worst experience in high school? Not music related. Tell me about your worst experience. Did somebody pick on you? Did somebody bully you? What was it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you uh, dig deep. You write lyrics from this part of the world, right? So. <laughs> yeah, like for for me, high school was a bit difficult. Like I was... Personally, I was dealing with lots of different things, but um, one thing that, uh, like, I, I, if I have to say I hate would be seeing somebody, like, a, a weak person get... I don't want to say weak. That's definitely a wrong word to use because nobody's weak in this world. Right. But that's how I see it. Um, I but somebody, I, agree. I fully agree. Yeah, somebody picking on someone, like, for no reason, only because that person quietly sitting on the corner and picking on that. That's what I personally hate. Like, I, like, I, I'm not going to say that I never got picked. I definitely got picked a few times, but I was one of those kids that always, like, you know, like, really grumpy all the time, like, quiet, not saying too much, but always in trouble. That was, like, me back in high school or even, like, throughout my school career, high school life, I guess. But that is the one thing that I, I hated, and I, I hate bullies. So being being picked on, yes, I agree. Um, quickly, what's your favorite memory to off uh, kilter that? My entire high school, all of my friends, like that's the beautiful thing. Great answer. Yeah. Um, before we dive into your second song, I just wanted to uh, I wanted to pick your brain on uh, what you, you know what the. It's all fun and games and dandy and the creative process where we get up at three in the morning because we have an idea and we want to jot it down. Uh, <laughs> when we get together and we want to then rehearse it and now get uh, some bed tracks laid down in the studio. Then we get together with uh, the other engineers and then we start laying down all the other tracks and overdubbing and we get all that stuff. Then we have, then we have a song. Great, here's your song. So we've created something now, but because it's a business, there's, there's pre and there's post. So tell us, uh, within a couple sentences, Zaid, what are some of your most important tips as a marketer for pre-marketing a song uh, and, then, and then it comes out as the release? And then what are a couple of your tips as a post-marketing? Because like you even said at the beginning of this interview, you're not going anywhere. You're going to be doing this even for the next two years to keep marketing. And that's one of the most important things is to keep marketing a single after it comes out. That's the work. The fun stuff has happened. Now you have to do the work. So tell us in a couple of sentences, what are your pre-marketing tips and what are your post-marketing tips? Number one, take it as a, think it as a, as a, as a business, as a corporation, as a brand. Don't like, it's not only a music, it's a brand. It's who you are from what are you wearing, how are you standing in front of the mic to how you're talking to your audience to like putting your merchandise out. Everything you have to plan, like everything, because it's very important. Well, then what are, what are a couple of things? What are, what are a couple of things that were really important to pre-plan before the release comes out? Give us three important things that are important for pre-release. 
to me will be pre-release all the uh, promotional items. That's one of the biggest thing for me. I I do scheduling, so uh, I like basically I I, I call this forty um, day plan. So what happens that 40 days before my release, I start posting things and my post is already like measured, timed, what kind of hashtag, what post it is to when and where I'm going to post. Everything is connected. And just like your song is a story, your post should be a story as well so that it builds up the momentum to your release. So you're building up that momentum to release. Now you released it, good. But guess what? It's not time to sit back. No, exactly. Right. This is the time when you have to basically like cancel all of your plan for a week. That's fine. Cancel all of your plan. Go on your laptop. Stop creating music for that week. Don't think about writing song. Get into marketing. I find it's very hard as a creator that... Um, stop the creation and then just focus on marketing. But you need to understand you are a one man army. You need to have that, uh, like divide in yourself. You have to divide yourself there. Okay. So so we got, okay. So we got that. But what, what, what are three things, you know, what are three post things that you like, like, uh, making sure that you physically go out and do interviews with radio stations? Like, what are some things that you have done? What are your tips to get you to over almost like you're sitting, what do you see? You're sitting at 400,000 on some platforms, 300, yeah. Like you're, you're, Facebook you're, and almost close, you're YouTube, close to yeah. a million here. Let's just do that. So right. how, what is your three post mortem uh, tips for us? I guess uh, that will be connecting with the audience from similar music band. So, okay. so people that I listen to, the band that I listen to, they influence me. So I talk to them, connecting with them and actually don't be ashamed of saying, hey, can you check this out? Hey, this is my song. Can you please check it? Don't don't think overthink this. Just do it. And other thing is number two will be pick up the phone, call everybody possible. Like radio station to TV channel to everyone. And so you physically pick up the phone rather than contact email. Right. Right. Because sometime, sometime you will message radio and you were never going to hear for two months. So, 100%. 100%. right. You need, you need something, something solid right now. And I find that when you actually pick up the phone and talk to them, it actually creates a good uh, impression on them. And the next time when you send something to the, something to those people, they are like, oh yeah, I know you. Here you go. We, we're going to pick up your song. And also do emails, like send out emails, like blogs, 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 blogs. Yes, blogs are not as big anymore, but guess what? Here's a, something called Google Analytics. Somebody need, Nobody knows you today, but if somebody searches you on Google and doesn't find you, then that's a problem. So as much on as many blogs or websites your name can show up your music can pop up you will take over the google analytics that's that's the simple girl that's what we want we want to take over google analytics (laughs) that's all speaking of taking over why don't you take over the zoom uh interview and bring us into your second song my friend yes so the second song tell us a little bit about it quickly and uh uh sing us away yeah 
So the second song is actually my debut single. <laughs> I just went, I went to the opposite way. So the second song is my first song that I released back in March. And this is called Father. Um, and uh, this has been an amazing song. And since this released, everyone picked it up so well. Every Everyone responded to, to it so well. Um, one common uh, comment that I always received from my fans was that, hey, you know, um, like you are speaking my my language. I, this is this is what I was thinking. You're saying it, and that is the moment that you know that this is the song that you need to write. You've been waiting for. So, without going too much in, uh, like taking up more time, let's get into this here. So, Computer froze. Hold on. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Bring me back. We can definitely hear you. You are doing fine. We can hear you. Okay. Say something. We can hear you. Can you hear us? Okay. Now it's good. Good. Take it away, buddy. It it froze. So I'm gonna take it from the second verse then. You take it away. <laughs> Let it out. Do your own. 
Awesome job. Zay, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I don't know what happened there. Like, oh. my... <laughs> no worries, man. We kept you, your computer may have froze, but you, we still got the feed. So we still kept hearing you. It was good. Okay, that's good. Because I was like, why I am frozen on the screen? I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, I, I'm very, I'm very lucky to have about three, four people on the other side of these cameras and lights working all the technical stuff. But even then, you know, we still have all these things that we need to learn about technology that we grow as we as we go. So you made it through. So awesome job. Zade, uh, we're getting close to our hour. But before we do, my friend, where can everybody who's going this this is going to be uh, we're going to uh, this is available on Facebook. Uh, it's going to be coming out on our new YouTube channel and uh, and uh, other other wonderful places. So uh, but for all of us who are going to watch this again, as it's going to be up forever, darling. <laughs> Tell us where we can find you on your social media and Spotify. What's your handles? Where are you? Okay, you can find me everywhere. Social media everywhere I'm there. And I use the same username. That is, this is, with the I-Z, Zade. So that, so ended up in, instead of is, like I-S, it's I-Z. So it's, this is Zade. So that's two Zs, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. Awesome. And that's at everything. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything, Spotify, YouTube, you even, name it, right? Even Twitch, even like my, my website, everything is that like, if you type that, it will pop up. And that's a very important thing to know. So artists out there, please make sure that you are very congruent on making sure that everything you have on social media and anywhere as an artist that we can find you. Zaid, leave us with a little bit of advice. Leave us with uh, a piece of advice for today from your end of Saskatchewan. All the, all the artists out there, I want to say, keep on dreaming, keep on going for it. Don't listen to somebody saying, hey, you're not good enough. Don't listen to that. That's not right because you are good enough you are so go and kill it be be that awesome musician awesome thank you zade um it's been a pleasure having you on tonight's show and uh, i cannot wait to get this out and share it with everybody please make sure you share it as well and tell everybody to share it and like chat in 88 and we'll keep it going uh we'll get you to bow out gracefully and end yourself from the meeting and then we'll just finish off here so thank you so much zade for joining us today buddy Oh, thanks so much for having me, guys. Well, you guys have a wonderful night. Your team are awesome. They're doing an awesome job on that other side. They certainly are. Thank you so much, Sade. We'll finish here and you bow out. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Have a good night. All right, folks. Zade uh, was our guest tonight. And if you happen to be just tuning in for the last couple of minutes here, that's okay. Because you can watch the rerun. Uh, he's shared us... Uh, uh, some of his amazing music and uh, tips and tricks in order to uh, get some views out there and to uh, uh, help uh, promote himself on anybody in any music industry, uh, any artist in the music industry. A uh, couple of things I have for you here. Uh, you know, it, 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 this uh, it, this is a great hat and there's a lot of really good things about it. Uh, it's a great idea. And I think that as uh, as a team, we're all coming together. So uh, please make sure that we do this. This is an absolutely amazing idea here. And uh, this is the advice I have for you today. Keep your face always towards the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. Oh, thank you for tuning in today. Oh, chatting 88s, that's great. Cause we have a guest every week. 
Cause spending time with me is the best. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Have a fabulous evening. Until then, see you. That's our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Chattin88's At 8 Podcast with your host, Curtis LaBelle. And remember, you're only as good as the last thing that you do. So own every minute of what you put out. <laughs>